welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Timmy Nebraska. Yes, you are. My friend McGee is here. Yes, I am. It's Home Run Derby night. It was. Did you watch it? it? Uh, no. I was ah, working. I, I recorded with K-Zero Flynn remotely from Alaska because he won't be here for the Bushwood pod tomorrow night. So, um, I don't know. I just had other stuff going on. I didn't even watch. It's one of my favorite events. I know. I like it, too, and I usually watch it. I just didn't watch it this year. As an all-star um, game event series thing, um, then Major League Baseball does a really good job, I think. Uh yeah, they know how to throw a party. A lot of practice. Yeah, it, it's the it's the the only time in Major League Baseball that they really really promote their stars a lot. Because like if Mike Trout walked by me on the street, I probably wouldn't. Maybe from the subway commercials. Maybe, but I mean, if I was just in a crowd, well, I, I maybe would just pass right on by the dude. You know. Now, if yeah. I saw like Fernando Tatis or like Vlad Jr. or some of those guys, yeah. I'd like, hey, what's up, Charlie Blackman? Big ass beard, you know, Chuck Nasty. I'd recognize him. Yeah. But some of the biggest stars in baseball, I'd be like, who the hell's that guy? Everybody's here, though. Everybody's <clears throat> in town this weekend. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Um, and, uh, and Alonzo wins. Right? Yeah, and there's a party going on upstairs celebrating, um, you know, an all-star. all-star. Popping, man. One of the festivities of All-Star Weekend is going down in Capital Smurfs. And, uh, I mean, we stole a bottle of Uncle Nearest and just kind of ran down <laughs> to the basement. <laughs> Turn the turn the microphones on. So <laughs> yeah. So cheers, so, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Um, it's fun. I think it's cool. Pete Alonso won the home run derby. He makes a million dollars for the home run derby. Is more than his entire salary for the season of the Mets. Wait, he's not making a million dollars for the Mets no, this year. He's not. It's like six ninety two or something like that. Is it like the last year of a rookie deal or something? Um, yeah, it's his last deal, his last year. Yeah. So he's getting paid, paid. Off this off season. Yep. Yep. I know a team that uh, might like having him on it, and he wouldn't even have to move. I was just gonna mention. I I know you're going with this. <laughs> I know you're going with this. He'd be he'd look good in pinstripes. Uh, you know, man, I don't think there's very many dudes that don't look good in pinstripes. I mean, there's not very many play- baseball players. It's just a classic look, dude. The joke in you Denver know? is that the Rockies wear pen- pinstripes so that all the good players get used to having them on. So that so they get shipped to New York. <laughs> they become Yankees. They're ready for it. Oh, man. Is Alonzo a lefty? Forgive me for not knowing uh, all my baseball shit these no, days. He, I haven't paid attention to years. He's not. Too bad, because that's what the Yankees need. Um, Most first basemen would be left-handed. Yeah, that's why. I don't know if he's a left-handed fielder, though. He might be right. I don't really care about that. We need left-handed big bats to hit it over that short right field wall for some reason. And I don't understand why, because he's generally considered a great general manager, but he put together a roster. uh, Cashman put together a roster with no left-handed bats when you have a short right field porch. Traditionally, throughout all three Yankee stadiums, there's always been a short right porch, and you've always had left-handed bats, and you have none right now. You know what's crazy, though? Um, at the time of them signing big bats, when they, when they were getting Stanton and, and they got Judge brought up and all this stuff, there wasn't a free agent lefty. I understand. That was like a good, solid guy. You can't, you can't just rely on free agency, though. You got to be, I mean, left-handed bats are something you got to have, you're, you got to load your minors up with because that's valuable. You can always go find a right-handed bat. It's left-handed bats that are, you know, uh, what you call, what you develop. The Yankees don't really build up a great minor league system very often. They used to. 
They used to. They used to. In the last 20 years, they really haven't. Nope. Um, they had that stretch there where they went on a run with a bunch of people that they brought through the system. Yeah, it was a nice run. It was a nice run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and even then, like, some of those stars, some of their, like, better players end up getting traded. Sure. Because it's the Oakland days where the Marlins or somebody that has a great farm system. And the Yankees have tons of money. <laughs> yeah. And the Marlins do not. <laughs> and sometimes you have to go get a bunch of prospects and refill your minors. And can't believe I'm saying this, but it might be time to do that. And one of the ways to do that might be saying goodbye to one of these very big names and very big baseball players that hit a lot of home runs so that you can go get a big boatload of of prospects and refill that those minor leagues. Dude, you know? Giancarlo Stanton might have been like – he is just robbing the Yankees. He has been terrible for three years. He's having a better year this year than he has, but still. In fact, he's the he's the lone bright spot. But whatever. We're not here to fix the Yankees. You're right. You're right. That's a that's a whole different thing. Who are we here to fix the today? Chicago Bulls? Look at that long setup we did. That was really good. Yeah, it was, dude. It's good. Man, it's not it's like we've done this before. We're getting we're getting the uh the formula down. Yeah, the uh we you know we're we're driving. So feeling it, working it, feel the flow. Bull Doing the dance. bull dance, baby. Circular. <laughs> Circular. <laughs> bull dance. Like yeah, get perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Perfect. Let's talk about these bulls. All right. Let's look at this roster. Going into next season, they're saying goodbye to Cristiano Felicio. And Daniel Theus is coming off the books. Garrett Temple. Denzel Valentine, Michigan State's own, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Javante Green. Any of those guys they're going to try to resign? I don't Maybe. Uh, um, I, I would. He is. I, he's I would try guy. to sign Valentine back. Yeah. I mean, a great depth guy. He, he's a great bench dude. He's yeah. a good shooter. He's yeah. a decent decent defender. He he does feel like the kind of the irrational confidence guy that could be on the bench for a while and come out and hit a three. Well, you know, when you, yeah. when you need a um, little spark, you know? Also, you know, like, weird thing about him, too, kind of, is that since he stayed his, his throughout his senior year. Yeah, he's there for you. Rarely happens, right? True. Not anymore. Yeah, he's an older player. So he's old, kind of, for, like, not being old. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's just a good guy to keep. Uh, yeah. He has, he's like your, your vet that's not really that much of a veteran. Right, right, right. I like um, that. Um, I would try to keep him. Yeah. Uh, I, I've always liked Daniel Theus. I always thought he'd be better. Whatever. Irrelevant. Um, so, who do they still have under contract? They have Ryan Arciadiacono, which I definitely didn't pronounce right. But it's Arciadiacono. Arciadiacono. I used to be able to say it. Troy Brown Jr. Kobe White is has like a team option for two more years. I imagine they'll take both those years. Because uh, it's a cheap, it's a cheap way to see if he heals up uh, to get to hundred again. <clears throat> he just had shoulder surgery. Yeah, uh, shoulder surgery. Yeah. Um, Florida State Seminole great Patrick Williams is uh, under contract, and then I'll have two the same two team years. You know, um, Al Farouk Aminu is uh, has like a player option for next year. I, I assume am- he'll take. It. Yeah, how many how many teams are lining up to give him ten million? You know, I, I, he's got to take it, right? Yeah, he's got to take it. Um, he'd be silly not to. Tomas Satoransky is um he has like the the partially guaranteed contract. Uh Thaddeus Young, same thing. And then Zach Levine got the big boy money coming, and so does Nikola Vucevic. Um 
The interesting player, and we didn't even mention it, coming off the books this year is Laurie Markkinen. He's restricted, though, too. It is a restricted, restricted free agency. agency yes. So, so the Bulls have the match, have the have the chance to match whatever offer. Yeah. And it feels like they have a lot of space here. Um, they have some, some some money to play with. Yeah, yeah. Enough you know, that you could re-sign Markkinen and do something with that kind of asset. 20, 21, 22. I mean, they're getting they're getting twenty twenty five million off the books. Yeah. And then, and after, that's not counting market at all, right? And then after this year, they that's when their books are wide open, and I I suspect they'll be in a be in an extension for Levine, maybe even this offseason. So that's Re, you know, don't even move wait. number one. That's is it. I would extend Levine. Yeah, why would like you? your move is yeah. Why wouldn't you? He's he's a he's a fantastic basketball player. He works in almost any system. So as your team evolves, he can be effective. I, it's yeah, kind of a no-brainer, right? He's only 26. Is he really that like 26? 27, maybe. Wow. Right, he's right there. I just looked at this also. But, yeah, he's 26, 27. Yeah. I so mean, he's really young, too. He he seems like he's been in the league for a long time. He does. That's why I was surprised. But um, I think that it seems like he's been in the league for longer because we've seen him kind of get moved around, even though he didn't. it's only been two teams, really. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like he's been – he like wasn't wanted. He's at just first. He's perennial all star talent. Like you don't you don't let him leave the building. Um, he came into the league at the right time, because uh, right when he came in the league, he was a little bit undersized for for playing the two guard. He wasn't really a true one. Um, he couldn't too undersized for the three. Perfect and then for the, the positionless NBA, basketball. Then the NBA evolved with him. Yeah, we had and this conversation. We had this conversation last week where yep. sometimes the game, the whole, the whole game, like evolves away from your talents, and some like Roy yep. Hibbert, and sometimes it it's, it evolves right to your talent, like Trey Young, you know. Yep. And, and this is another guy, just they, it's perfect. Went right through. Went it right is through. kind of like uh, I don't mean to be rude when I say it, but it's kind of Durant light, maybe a little, a little less of a of a jump shot, like not as wet, but he might get wetter as he gets into his yeah, 30s, yeah. as he ages, like. He's always kind of felt to me like uh, like Diet Durant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that makes sense. Long, can get a rebound, but really, like, uh, fun to watch on offense. Fast, too, man. He's quick. Yeah, for a, Gosh, for a tall guy like that, really, like, graceful. And, 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 you know, and that first step is he, great. He's not super, super tall. Um, Was he 6'4"? Really? He feels taller. Maybe he just has, like, a reach that makes him... That length might See, make I him think feel, I, I agree with you tall. there. Um, let's he exactly feels taller. He's not, he plays he's taller, not super. I guess, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, he, 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 you, you think he's six six, six seven, yeah, or bigger, yeah. And um, that's just not uh, not that that's not how it is. Uh, they have him listed at six five. Uh, feels that much. Might, that might be a little reach, even. You know? Feels much taller than that. I agree, but I then agree. again, I'm five five nine. I used to be five ten, but now I'm five, I'm already shrinking to five nine, and uh, so everybody looks tall to me. Um, I'm not tall either, so you're not. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> pretty much any like professional athlete, I'm like, yo, what's up, dude? Yeah, how's it up there? <laughs> um, so that, but that's number one. You, yeah, you, you, you extend Levine, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no reason not to. And I don't see any reason why he would like turn you down. I guess. No, you take that. Can they? They can offer more money than other teams. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You take the extension. 
And I imagine it's a max deal. Or, yeah, or very I, I close would, to it. Or very close. You yeah. know, a 30, 30 a year, maybe not 40, but 30 a year guy, you know? Um, I wouldn't, I, if you told me that Zach Levine was signing a five-year, $150 million deal or $140 million deal, I'd be like, that's yeah, reasonable. that's about right. That's reasonable. That's yeah, that's reasonable. reasonable. Yeah. So, um, so the, the real deal with this whole Fix the Bulls thing is what are we doing with Lori Marketing? Right. You I can't, you can't let him walk. You need to get something back. Yeah, you need to get some asset. I mean, that's the the game is is asset acquisition. You know what I mean? You you have to you have to cash in at every level. So what I would kind of do is offer him a deal. Uh I'm gonna say around like 13-ish a year. Sure. But ultimately, you you don't really get to decide if you're the Bulls well, because yeah, he's exactly. a restricted free agent. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna I'm gonna offer him a reasonable deal. Yeah, and then 13. whatever whatever some other team offers, then I match, which might get to sixteen and a half. You match, you know, match. even yeah. if it's seventeen, eighteen, you match because we want to sign and trade. Yeah, you have to. Um, Kobe White had a shoulder had a shoulder surgery just a couple weeks ago. Um, they expect him to be out. For four months or so, still like the beginning of the season. Good, fresh so, legs late in the season. Yeah, I'm fine so with that. and I would assume that his surgery, everything's he's gonna uh, heal fine. Yes. It doesn't seem like it's a huge problem. World I worry class. about more like legs. Yeah, than his shoulders also world class, world class athletes get world class doctors now. Yes, exactly. So, um, I want to sign and trade marketing. Okay, and. Maybe we can package Thaddeus Young in a deal. Okay, sure. Uh, that gives you that that gives you access to a little bit bigger of a player if you're trying to get a bigger name that might not be super happy, or if you're trying to do like two players in a pick, you know, two like you know bench role players, uh, a seventh guy and an eighth guy plus a good pick in a, a year or two because the Bulls. You know, we've even we even mentioned we we're chatting for a minute before we started. They have no draft. They have no first round draft pick this year. Yeah. So no. you can use that sign and trade of Laura Markkinen to get a player plus a, a late first rounder. Maybe. So I have a couple of options here. Probably. Okay. Fire we away. we talked about this a little bit before we started. Um, to get Jonathan Isaac from the from the Magic. Yeah. They've they've worked with them before on trade. Yeah. So there's rapport. Uh, Marketing's valuable, and he's still young too. Yeah, he's only 24, 25. Yeah, I think twenty four. Twenty four. Uh, Thaddeus Young, he's getting up there. Yeah, he's um, seen some things though. He's probably I, I don't know. I mean, I've never heard anything bad about him. He's probably a good locker room guy. You know, I mean, teams always want to have him on their roster. Yeah, uh, he's always trying to remind me of like um, like a KG kind of style. Got great post fadeaway. Sure. Pretty intense guy. I yeah. would assume good locker room guy. Yeah, seem seemingly. Um, never hitting bad about the guy. I guess. Exactly. Uh, so him and marketing to get Isaac. The money works out pretty close. Isaac gets twenty one million, I think. Um, and he's gonna be coming with the books magic also pretty soon. So the magic gets something back for their dude, and like we talked about before, the magic are complete rebuild mode. Like yeah. Well, I mean, new new head coach, give him a chance to put his guys in there. You know, pick a couple guys that he likes and he wants to keep, and then you, you know, that's what you do when you're a new coach in a, in a, in a team that's rebuilding. You you 
hold on to a couple pieces and then you get rid of everybody else and you start over. I think the Isaac move is a great deal. I think you might have to give him a future pick again. Um because yeah, Isaac's valuable, dude. You know, like Yeah, sure. You want to do something. That's not your uh, only maybe, trade of Laura Markkinen, though. No, like, no. There's some um, I like it because I think Jonathan Isaac, I think really highly of Jonathan Isaac, and I suspect like you know, he might bring out the best in a lot of the other pieces there. Like, I I could see him and Zach Levine on the court together and, you know, m- making a run late in the fourth quarter, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of taking uh, turns attacking and stuff. And yeah. um, go to the bucket like crazy. Yeah, he goes to the bucket. It's great. It yeah. really is his. And, and like I'm saying, if, if him and Zach Levine take, take turns attacking, and maybe kicking out to a three-point shooter, or like that's that's an effective way to attack an all defense in 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 the playoffs, you know. So work. two other moves possible. Uh trade marketing to the heat, maybe a draft pick. Ooh. Duncan Robinson. See, you might be able to do that where you do marketing and Thaddeus Young for Robinson and uh, like a future second rounder, or even maybe a, a protected first, or even round a pick? protected or something a first of like uh, uh, like, swap. Yeah, you know, yeah, pick something swap. like yeah, that. Yeah, that could. That's something that I think both teams would consider because Duncan Robinson seemed to uh, let his early success uh, impact his attitude going through his second season, and um, he might need, you know, the the proverbial. Changing uh, the kick in the pants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, changing a uh, uh, environment. You know what I mean? Just, just a new, new lease. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, and Tyler Hero really had a pretty bad year. Honestly, you could probably talk the heat into either one of those guys. So either one of those guys, I think, is a good option. It kind of fills your Duncan Robinson fills um, the spot for if you're gonna kick out. You need a shooter. Duncan yeah. Robinson is a straight shooter. Well, so that's that's what it seems. When I look at the the the, the roster for the Bulls as presently uh, uh, established, that's kind of the one weakness I see is that they could use like, Some, and I know it's too late for him, but like a JJ Redick type, you know, uh, a guy who's willing to come up, you know, a, a I mean, I've, there's there's very few Ray Allens, but like uh, a. Even but, like a Robert Ory, who who would come out and just hit your threes at like whatever a Shane Battier, you know, uh, oh, one yeah, of those yeah. kind of a players. So whether it's three and D or just three, like you you kind of need some shooters off the bench. Duncan Robinson kind of fits that, right? Right, and that's what I'm saying. Or a hero too. He can play and that hero, ball. Yeah. You know, um, there's some other options though, and there's one in New Orleans. There's one in New Orleans. I don't know why it seems like everybody wants to get Alonzo. Um, I'm not a big Lonzo fan myself, I, but I I don't I don't think it's beneficial for the Pelicans to trade him. I don't think they can afford to keep him because he's going to get a big contract and they already are paying Ingram and they're about to start having to pay Zion and they you know they wrapped up a ton of money in some of those role players. For example, the Pirate or like yeah, some of the other Adams, guys yeah. in that team that aren't those aren't great contracts everywhere. Um, even Bledsoe. Is yeah, he, yeah. I think they, he has one more. He might only have one more year, so that might not be as big a deal. But they have some issues for sure. They have some issues. They just and have we'll, some issues. We'll fix them. So they still need a head coach. So, so a sign and trade is. for the Pelicans is maybe you maybe you trade for Lonzo. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe you can get um, a young 
bench player. Maybe. Somebody like that also. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that works out exactly because it depends on what the Pelicans want to do. The and, Pelicans and would – I feel like if for that to work for the Pelicans. Like if we were playing the game and I'm on the Pelicans' side, I have I might have to find a third team to take the Pirate um, to, because Adams because I don't know if there's enough – those are three really big guys. Marketing, um, the Pirate, and and Zion seems a little crowded. Although and Ingram, never, and Ingram is, is, is yes, yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of length and big guys, and it's hard to get your spacing. But then those, again, it never hurts that. Like if you could get one of those guys to be comfortable being the six seven guy, you know, the, like it never hurts that. Extra so life. I have an idea for the thirteen. If you get marketing. In a package, and you have the Pelicans involved with their team. I want the Pelicans called Nets. And then I want to get, because DeAndre Jordan's not going to be in no, the next year. Yeah, he's, he's he might not be in the NBA. He might, yeah, he might not be in the NBA. So, great run. Great run. Great yeah, run. man. He In a time when the, when we talk about it, when the time when the game evolved away from his skills, he held on and kept getting paid. Yeah, so he so really bravo, did, man. Bravo, he, great interior defender. He bravo. kept getting jobs, man. And I suspect he's like Pitbull. He's I getting su- jobs somehow. <laughs> and I suspect he walks into a bar, and every girl in there is like, "Oh, hello." So he's probably <laughs> living a very nice life. He's having a good time, yeah. I think. <laughs> um, but so you could DeAndre's probably gonna be gone. So you could yeah. you could get the pirate to the Nets. They actually the Nets are weirdly gonna have some money because there's gonna be a couple people come off the books. Yeah. Yeah. So and the Nets, Blake Griffin, what, what right? a better Blake Griffin's yeah. off the books. Uh, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge retired already, but that comes yeah. off the books there. So they're so set going forward. So they it's a good fit. It's a good fit because with Durant and Irving and and Harden, um, you don't. There's not a lot of shots to go around. Wait. So explain this. So who? So the Pirate goes to Brooklyn. Yeah, makes sense. I love that because okay. he plays. The the a tougher version of the Blake Griffin DeAndre Jordan role. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, need yeah. shots. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't even care about that. He might get some off his boards. Sure, sure, sure. He doesn't need shots. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so that works out great, right? I like that. I like that. And then who? What are the Nets giving up here? Uh, the Nets uh, are going to give up Timothy Luau Cabaret, the Frenchman. Yeah, my favorite Frenchman, probably. So, and he's going to end up in New Orleans. And he's going to be in New Orleans. And Markkinen's going to end up in New Orleans. And Markkinen in New Orleans. And Zoe is going to be a bull. Zoe's going to be a bull. And the Nets. There might have to be a couple extra you're pieces. You're going to have to do some work in between that right. picks you can make and stuff work. like that. But you can make that work. I like the framework you've laid here. I like this trade a lot. If I'm the Bulls, and, I like this trade a lot because I think Lonzo helps a lot. Now, you might need to go find um, some backup bigs. But that seems to be the easiest thing for teams to find over the last few years. They have them in the G League. They have them in Europe. They have, they have them, free agents. You know, they have like right. There's free agents. Like you can find those players. So I think that really works, dude. Um, and if you need to do something, if you're doing pick swaps and stuff like that, and you need to work something out, yeah, you could get Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, yeah, and a move somewhere perfect. too. That you, it, can also, you, you can you can work it out, and you can find a vet who's with some length. Who's okay with paying ten minutes a game? Maybe you, maybe you, Blake Griffin. You know, coming off your bench just for for depth on the big. Or dude, if you get Blake Griffin back to to New Orleans, um, I think that's a great dude to help Zion with. Some yeah, skills. I was thinking about the Bulls, but that works too. 
Either way, yeah, you, you yeah. work that out with some with I feel some, like the Bulls some, with some trade that. exemptions yeah. and draft pick. Yeah. You work out the you rest fi- of it for sure. You fill the gaps. That's yeah. the easy part. I think that's a pretty good deal also. Huh. I like that. It's a good deal. I like that a lot. Yeah. Because I, I think that makes their I think that makes their their backcourt like that's really deep. They got, you know, three, four guys that they can count on. You know, and, and that's that's it seems to be important in a time when Cats are getting hurt. Uh, you know, it's, it just seems to be important. I think that it's a good move for the Pelicans also. I think that um, given um, Luau a chance to get some minutes, like real minutes, yeah. is is a great idea. I and like Mark and next to Zion. Yeah. I think they could get along. I think that I mean, them, they them, each other. Them you know, and I don't know took, on along. the floor together. A four yeah, I'm not five saying, combo. I'm I'm not like, saying they're going out for dinner together. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. No, I, I think I like they would it. play well together. Yeah, yeah. I like the spacing. Marketing can shoot it too. They can. It's, huh. it's complete positional that way. I'm really interested in that, and I think that helps the that helps the Nets get a little younger, a little faster, a little you know. I don't want to say healthier, but like more. Younger, well, yeah. and, more viral. <laughs> and you want to get some of those dudes, some of like the, the used to be stars. Yeah, they're, there's not enough shots. There's not one ball, man. Yeah, you can, that. I understand why they did it this year because they had to fill some gaps pretty quickly. But now you have a uh, you have a nucleus. So now you you surround that with youthful energy and. Uh, just straight up, like you know, grit, like yeah, that kind of player. Now you just make it so everybody works together. Yeah. Now, now you get some some you gel chemistry. A bit. Yeah, chemistry. chemistry yeah. yeah. I think that trade helps the Pelicans, the Bulls, and the Nets. I think that I really do think that's so far in all of these fixing team pods that you've done. That's our first like really good three way. Yeah. I like a nice menage a trois. Um, it's hard to do three way trades. Well, it's, it's hard just to, a fuck. It's just difficult. Honestly, man. man, it's hard to coordinate a three way. People like it's. It sounds like fun. Everybody wants to have them, but like, there's a lot of moving parts. There's everybody's got to get attention. Everyone, you don't want anybody to leave like feeling like they didn't get uh, everything they wanted out of the experience. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, you, it's, know? you know, then there's like limbs going left and right. Like it can be a wild thing. Like you really got to. They're rugby strong out yeah, there. Sometimes. <laughs> so you got to really kind of plan it out nice and make sure everyone is, 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 uh, yeah, you know, um, taken care of. Needs need to be met all around. And I think that we've done that. This is for this that is, deal. Yeah. This is one hell of a really, really, Yeah. I think it really works out. I think the um, Bulls are much better with, with our help. And, and they're not even that – they weren't even that bad. It, it, you could argue that had they stayed healthy this year, they'd have been in the playoffs. You know, they're – what? This is the 11th team? 12, 11? I don't know. 12, I, I, no I forget idea. now, too. Whatever. We stopped doing this episode count a long time ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's 30 of them. We got to hurry but, up. And get but, you know, there's Before only – But starts, there's, only, there's only 16, 16 teams make the, ter- make the playoffs without the play-ins. 20 you know? now. So you figure the Bulls were in the play-in. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They were. So they're right there. Yeah. They're, uh, I, oh, if they listen to us, they're definitely in the playoffs. You know, so season. just they listen, could be a 60. Just listen to us, right? Let's yeah. go. So we got Lonzo and Kobe White when he comes back healthy. We got or, so two point guards. Or you put in Patrick Williams, you make a make it work. Um I want to play Pat Williams. Sure. But uh and then Levy is too. Yeah. And you got Denzel Valentine and uh, somebody else, Sadaransky. You can fill in the two, two, three backups. Sure. Pat Williams at the three. You got uh, at the four. Um, 
we could do uh, whoever we end up getting back in the trade deal. We don't, the, that's not like a very oh, clear cut deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got Vucevic at the, at the well, five. Well, like we said, you have to add some length somewhere, and that's where you find your four. You yeah. Know? You if find you, a young. If you don't have Thaddeus Young in the trade, then, right. you get, he, then, he's, then he's, he's a starter. Right. And then, or you, you know, you're, you're grabbing a, a, a G League guy or you're trading for. There's some a, other, there's you know, a there's mid-level, some other free agent. There's a mid-level veteran dude that's that's a free agent that's good to so start for you. I have a question for you. Is um am I remembering this correctly? Like, is Montrose Harrell is he he's he only signed a two-year deal with the Lakers? Like mm. I think you can I think he only signed a two-year deal because they could, weren't able to give him a ton of money. So he did like a year and a player option. Or or just a straight two years. Like I think you can call the Lakers and make a trade and get some sort of big guy like that. And or there's yeah. other teams. There's other. Yeah, yeah. There's other. There's some size out there that you can kind of talk to teams and you maybe know, man, get. They can sign Javel McGee. That would work. You know, and they that can play Vucevic to four. I, I just think like they they could use a little. They could use some big guys. A Boogie Cousins. Uh, that uh, would be great. That'd be fine for them. You know, great deal. Somebody who's cool with twelve minutes coming off the bench, who's going to get, who could potentially get you fifteen rebounds in that twelve minutes. You know, where is Boogie Cousins from? You know, by chance? I don't know. He went to Kentucky though. Yeah, but is he from Chicago? Maybe. Why does that sound right? I don't know either. Man, if he's from Chicago, though, that would be a great pick by. Oh, that would be a great. That would be great. Here, let me. I I may or may not happen to be in front of a computer. Let's find out. Um, I'm gonna pour a little nearest. Here, it's right here, Uncle Nearest, man. It's delicious. It's that party upstairs is wild, man. It is wild, dude. I walked in, I was like, damn. I was walking down the street, and man, it smells like Snoop Dogg concert right here. Well, that was just outside. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. That would never. Capital cigars never smoke. Not not inside, but I was just the. Group of people outside in front of the building, too. Hell yeah. It's like, geez, y'all crazy so, right now. He is originally from, oh, I knew this actually, Mobile, Alabama. Okay. I okay. definitely knew that. Mobile is like the Chicago of the South, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Um, um, I you, want Boogie on my squad if I'm the Bulls. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad one, man. I don't think that's a bad one at all. I think it's a really good move, actually. Yeah, I think we've fixed the Bulls. Yeah, actually, they have the 38th pick. There's some value with some big guy probably early second round. Yeah, that's a great place to find that kind of a player. And maybe he's not a dude that, that you plug and play right away. Maybe he's not a guy that got a lot of points in college or poor or as a Euro player or something, but he's got a lot of rebounds or something dude, like that. Dude, maybe they take if that guy from Western Kentucky is around. The I was big about guy. to say, there's a couple guys coming out of some smaller schools. There's somebody out of like, oh, Charles of, Charles Basie is the guy from Western Kentucky. Western he's Kentucky, a yeah. big dude, big strong dude. He's a giant. There's a couple of those guys this year coming. You know, big dudes, man. And there's some value at the top of the first round there. That might be a good spot to fill hole. It's um, I mean, it's top heavy draft, but that second tier is big. I mean, there's you might get someone that you're valuing high and you're evaluating. Well, a high who might slip down into the second round. There's got to be somebody there around be some that talent, you can find yeah. some talent. It, maybe you can have, maybe you can trade up a little bit. Maybe you can get to the 29 pick or something like that. Even if, you, there are, if there's a guy that slips and you can grab him. The other um, way to use that Laura Marketing uh, chip is to 
you package that with the 38 pick and go up and get somebody's, maybe somebody's, you know, like uh, cast off plus a 15-ish. Yeah. You know, if there's a team that has a player they kind of want off the roster, maybe you absorb that plus take their great pick, you know, or some some situation like that. Yeah. Uh, and Dennis Schroeder's still out there, too. I'm not sure why nobody likes that guy. German. He, he apparently just a, is not a good teammate. He seems like a fun dude to be around, though. He seems like he must be pretty intense and just is not the best locker. Yeah, that could, I could see that. You're, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I may, he's like the uh, Jimmy Butler kind of style. Maybe he's more intense than. There might only be certain uh, organizations that really fit his vibe. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe the Heat it might be the one because him and Jimmy together might. They might fist fight, but they might be fun to watch together. Maybe. Um, They're kind of, a lot of their skills overlap. So, uh, you know, I don't know if one would, you'd almost want one as a backup for the other, and that would, they would, neither would ever be that, you know. That yeah, would never so, work, uh, yeah something. It's, yeah, yeah you, you could be right about that. Listen, but. I'm really proud of us. We just fixed the team without bringing up Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I think the three way trade deal works out. I think that I love it. The, the I think the moves all work out. Yeah, you solve the problem, and then you have picks in the future um, to continue your build. Yeah, Menage Trois in Chicago. Yeah, Menage Trois in Chicago. It sounds like a really bad movie. All it right. does. This was fun. It seems like John Claude Van Damme would be in that movie. <laughs> Maybe. What <laughs> is the um? What is the next team we face? I think it is the Pelicans. Oh, that's convenient. We just brought them up. Um, I, I, I kind of. This is the professional segue. You're really good at this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the Pelicans. You're a natural. Um, God, my phone is so slow in the in the studio down here, buddy. Yeah, well, we are, you know, below ground. <laughs> we're, we are, we are They're deep below. We are in ground. room A on the studio level of Capital City. It is the Pelicans next. Nice. So fits perfectly. Uh, so we already made the first move for the Pelicans. Well, basically, yeah, yeah we, we we looked at it from the Bulls' perspective. We may reassess uh, once we're looking. There at might it be a better trade for Lonzo exactly. on that side. Exactly. But we fixed the Bulls. We might find a way to keep Lonzo. They have a new head coach coming in. They do. We don't know who it is yet, right? It could be me. I've heard. I I've actually heard it's uh, one of the Suns' assistant coaches. I forget which one. But it's probably a pretty good hire. I'm sure. I'm sure. Whoever it is, it's probably a good hire. They're, I, you know, I suspect they'll go youthful, new voice after because it's pendulumy. You know, you went, you went old pendulum-y. guy. That's you a funny word. <laughs> yeah, you went, you went old guy, established voice with Stan Van Gundy, and then you go all the way to the other side with new, you know, younger, younger, new message guy. And then when that doesn't work, you go with another old guy. You call Larry Brown. Whatever. You know, it's just how it works. <laughs> it's how it works. Larry Brown, he's he's still around. It's he's amazing. on the Memphis stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's crazy. on Penny Hardaway stuff. It's crazy. All right, buddy. I think that's it, bud. That's it. Bulls next, are fixed. Bulls are fixed. Next week, Bourbon Street. Maybe next time. Maybe we do it again later this week. Uh, Wednesday. Or Thursday. Or, or Thursday. We're just a few days away. Yeah, you never know when it's going to happen. But you never know. But that's why you have to have those alerts on. The Pels will get fixed. Yeah, you need to have the alerts on. Exactly. Yeah, or else you're going to miss all <laughs> this great content. All right. Thanks, all man. Right.